0: and feeling fried and exhausted to over six figures. Now I'm a business coach for health and wellness professionals just like you, and I create done-for-you content and programs to help you save time and money so you can spend more time nailing down your niche, understanding your buyer avatar, attracting your ideal client, and building your business from the ground up the right way. So sit down and let's get started. Hey there, guys. It's Rach. I'm so excited to have my good friend Jason Winters on the Healthy Hustle podcast. I have done EFT tapping before, but I would say I'm not good at doing it consistently. And this episode is going to get my butt back into the chair of doing it consistently. So without further ado, I just want to interview Jason. Can you introduce yourself, tell everyone a little about you and your business?
1: Sure. I'm Jason Winters, and... I don't know when I met you, Rachel, but it's been a journey and it's you are very integral part of my success. So I just want to thank you for that. I started. Let me do the the quick, the quick and dirty version. I started coaching in 2014. I went through IIN. So that's kind of what what attracted me to you because we had some similarities there. And I I love the work because my journey was steeped in emotional eating, binge eating, all this stuff. But I had all of these issues and trying to manage them. When I went through IIN, I realized that it was an emotional eating. I thought it was just like self-control, weight loss and things like that. There was a lot of cultural stuff and all of that. So once I started getting into this emotional work, it was like the doors open. It wasn't just my eating issues and binge eating. It was my money issues. It was relationship issues. It was like, it's like the, the whole thing.
0: Wide open.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And so here I am now and I, I love tapping. I've gotten several certifications with EFT. It's changed my money situation. My whole entire money story has changed. My relationship with food has changed. My relationship with myself, which was the number one thing has changed. And Mm -hmm. then how I interact and deal with other people, shame and the fears and the guilt and all that stuff. It is not that it's gone because a lot of times I hear that people are like, oh, it's gone. And I don't have that anymore. or There's no emotional eating or there's no stress. That's all lies, right? What it is, is that we understand and we realize that in life, things are going to happen. In life, you're going to have bumps. The ebbs and flows are normal and they're natural. And so why this is part of my story is because there's so many cultural beliefs that I held and I held to them tightly. And even though there's still some remnants of them in my system, what I recognize now is that this is a process, it's a journey, and that's why I feel free. It's not it because I don't have it
0: anymore. It does it that no
1: longer, it <laughs> no longer controls me. And that's the biggest difference. So yeah, that's, it, it's so many. So much to say, but just kind of summing it up is that's my story. So I do health coaching. I do life coaching. But my focus is really helping other coaches to be able to genuinely express themselves and get through this money stuff and their own personal traumas, because that's what's really holding us up in our business. We didn't have that. We didn't have something holding us back. There would be no reason to not reach your goals.
0: Well, do you know what's been interesting as I was sharing with you before we started recording, as I took like a deep dive. I want to say it's been like two and a half years. Mm-hmm. Like I've done a deep dive before, but that was like, I want to say, I like 25, so I'm going to be 48. And it was like, I really needed to do an overhaul of everything. And this last few years, all this trauma had come up. Actually, during the pandemic, it triggered this trauma where I just Absolutely. I felt like I couldn't breathe anymore. And so I started putting my butt back into therapy, found a really great person to work on, like rewiring thoughts. But all of that stress, that imposter syndrome, inner critic, all of that came back up. And my husband always says to me, well, when you're doing that deep work and you're so vulnerable and you're so raw, that kind of stuff can come up. And so I'm really excited for this session that we have together to really talk about how EFT tapping can come in and kind of intercept. I think that's the way that I look at it. Absolutely. Like come in and say, there is this practice that you can have that can instantly start to lessen some of these emotions and feelings.
1: Absolutely. I, I think that's that's perfect because the reason I love that language is because I've never really thought of it as as that word intercept what I think of it is is you're clearing right you're allowing things to process and it allows you to be but what what's really powerful about that word is that that's what it means to you right and so when we find what that means to me I need an interception. That's what I want. That's what I'm going to get. Right. (laughs) It's like, it's like in
0: football, you need an interception. (laughs) Exactly.
1: Exactly. And it's what it means to you. And I think we have gotten so used to, you mentioned a pandemic. We've gotten so used to like, this is what you need to eat or this is how you meditate or this is what you should do. And it's really, we have to learn how to customize this healing process for our own being Mm -hmm. Until we customize our own healing, it does not matter. And I think being there for our clients in that way, not coming with judgment. And I don't mean looking down on people. I mean, yeah. judging the process even. you know, It's so powerful when we get out of that zone.
0: So tell us a little, what is EFT tapping? And then we're going to get uh-huh. into, maybe you can show me and kind of talk. There are going to be some people seeing this. There are going to be, of course, people who are just listening so we can yeah. find a way to explain uh-huh. this EFT Yeah. Tapping process.
1: Absolutely. So what I love to do is just keep it super simple. It is a stress reduction tool. Mm
0: -hmm. Now, the
1: way we use it is we're literally tapping on different parts of our body. Now in the Meridian system, I mean, we're coaches, so we know the energy kind of flows through the body. So if you think of goosebumps, if you think of chills, if you think of the hairs on the back of your neck standing, if you think of receiving a phone call where no one physically touched you, But after that call, you're in tears. Mm -hmm. It could be for a good reason or it could be for a bad reason. But the way that the energy flows through through our body is through the channels in our system. So when you go for acupuncture or acupressure, they're activating those specific points that relate in that energy system, the spleen or the gut or whatever it is. So when we're tapping, instead of tapping on a specific point, we're tapping on the energy channel. So where the mm-hmm. like the junction of where it meets. So it's really quick. It's really fast. And I'm showing the tapping points. We're going to kind of guide you through them as we talk as well. But the reason that is so powerful is when we think of anything that we're going through in life, the stress, the fear, you think about what us as coaches are really going through the pandemic, we're still recovering from that because a lot of us have not addressed the pandemic. You think of tech challenges, you talk a lot about tech challenges and keeping (laughs) things simple, right? But if we really peel back the onion to tech challenges, when we peel it back to charging, when we peel it back to this imposter syndrome, it's really fear and it's our worth. So our value, our personal value is tied up in tech issues. And it's like, oh, who knew, right? Because I don't think that I'm good enough to get through this. I'm not, this is the thing that's going to make or break my business. That's not what we necessarily think, but that's energetically how we're holding tech challenges, right?
0: Well, and I think it can be so easy as coaches to get caught up in like this one part when the truth is that there's always a video, there's always a solution. There's always a video to watch. It may be something you're not comfortable with, but it's like there has to be practice in that to be able to get to that next place of Mm -hmm. freedom.
1: Yes. So 100%, what I call that is being resourceful. So tapping helps you to be resourceful when you're having tech challenges. It helps you to calm these parts of the brain, the amygdala. You're in fight or flight when it's tech challenges, because it's like, oh, my goodness.
0: (laughs) Or even when you have to speak, like, say you have to go up and do a a speaker presentation or you're on a summit or you even have to do your first workshop.
1: Absolutely. All of that. All of that that (laughs) causes a visceral response. Mm -hmm. And even when you've been speaking, I speak every week. I do public speaking I speak in front of hundreds. I speak in front of thousands of wow. people at a time. I still feel nervous, and that's normal If you stop feeling nervous, something's wrong. But <laughs> it's when things become so like you don't have any control like we should wow. feel nervous it it's it keeps us humble, right but it's when but you're it's When it paralyzes you, when you cannot press the go live button or there's no longer positive procrastination to writing your book, it's procrastination that's holding you back. It's not like, you know, I need to put this off because I need to think a little bit more. This is, oh, I was supposed to write that book last year. That's not positive procrastination. Well, And a lot of
0: these visceral responses come from past. I mean, that's what the amygdala is all about from past experiences or it's trying to keep you protected. One
1: hundred. 100. So how do we access that safely? We use tapping. Literally, we're communicating to the brain that while I'm thinking about this traumatic thing, and I'm not talking about any, like being abused as a child, I'm not talking about those things. We we go there eventually when it's safe. But what I'm talking about is just the idea of facing these tech issues, just the idea of charging your worth. That's the That's the entry point to our traumas. So when we can think about that, while giving our brain a signal that, Hey, you know, what? It's, it's safe. It's okay. You're, you're good. You know, it, it's, it's communicating. You think about your children, you and pack right them, now you're it.
0: tapping in between your eyebrows.
1: Yeah. I'm tapping right at the, the start of the eye, the side of the eye,
0: then the under the eye. It, under the so eye. Let,
1: do you want to do it? You want yeah, okay, to do it? Okay, let's do it. Yeah. All right. So I want you, Rachel, to think you're going to be my echo. Okay. And I want you to think of something, you don't have to share it, but think of something that you would like to work on. Maybe it's your next level. And this is really good, especially when I work with people who are very successful, like you are, it's like yep. the next level, right? Yep. Um, you pick that what that is for you. And I want you to, we're we're going to do some resistance tapping, if that's okay. Yeah. All right. So I want you to come to mind with something, a goal that you have, this is what you want. Maybe it's by the end of the year, maybe it's, Something that's maybe it's almost there. I don't know. I'll let
0: you pick that. I would okay. say, and I'm more, I'll, I'll be transparent with everyone. Okay. I've had sure. all these different signature talks, but I feel like really honing in to getting better at my speaking skills. I have a tendency to speak and it's like all encompassing instead of to speak and it being linear. So I really want to work yeah. on this and I know that it's stepping in the way of me going to that next level.
1: Okay, perfect. So tell me when you think about your speaking skills and the fact that you're going to get there to where you want to be to the next level on a 0 to 10 scale meaning 10 is like i'm definitely going to get there and it's going to be it's it's going to be easy and it'll be soon <laughs> right 0 meaning like oh my goodness i don't even want to think about it right where where would you say you I would say fall? I'm
0: out of 5 and it really goes back to like childhood stuff of not being smart enough, not being good enough. And then I had somebody tell me, oh, you're not so linear. So it's been it's been that like in my in my business as well. But I'm trying to get back to that place where it's like to not care what others think. Yeah. And to okay. really like hold on to what I used to do so eloquently and easily.
1: hmm. Okay, so let's do some global tapping because we have a lot there. And so let's go on the side of the hand here. And I want you to just tune into your body right now. And tell me where you feel that when I say not good enough or when you say that. Where do you feel that in your body? In your throat. And how uncomfortable is that on a zero to ten? Ten being extremely uncomfortable.
0: I would say it's like a five.
1: Okay, so a five. So this is, it's. I just want to pause for a second just to share that it's no coincidence that this feeling in the body, just like a lot of people will carry it in their stomach when it's time to go live or give a speech or something, that's how we're actually carrying that energy in the body. Mm-hmm. And so on the side of the hand, you can just repeat after me. And we're tapping on this fleshy part of the side of the hand.
0: The side of the palm.
1: Yeah. And then we're going to start tapping on the top of the head just so we can give everybody a A visual of what we're doing. And then right on the eyebrow, right where the beginning of the eyebrow starts. Do I double tap
0: tap or single tap?
1: So you can do either one, but I typically show people both. So it's right where the eyebrow starts. So go down just a little bit, reach. Yep, right there. And then on the side of the eye. So if you were wearing glasses, this is where it's like this bone here. Mm
0: -hmm. And we're
1: staying on that. And then staying on that bone, we're going to go under the eye and then under the nose. And then on the chin. And then on the collarbone. And then under the arm. So if you were wearing a bra, it would be right where the bra strap. And for men, it's right aligned with the nipple, right under the arm there. So going to the side of the hand, I want you to just repeat after me.
0: You'll Even though, <laughs>
1: yeah, you already feel it. That's
0: right. Even though,
1: I just don't feel good enough.
0: I don't feel good, even though I just don't feel good enough.
1: I deeply and completely.
0: I deeply and completely.
1: Love and accept myself.
0: Love and accept myself.
1: And we're going to do two more rounds, even though I just don't feel good enough.
0: Even though I just don't feel good enough.
1: And that's really the root of what's holding me from my next level.
0: And that's really the root of what's holding me from my next level.
1: I choose to relax now.
0: I choose to relax
1: now. And I'm okay. And I'm okay. And one more time. Even though I, at my core, I just don't feel good enough.
0: Even though at my core, I just don't feel good enough.
1: I choose to love and respect myself anyway.
0: I love to choose. I choose to love and respect myself anyway. (laughs) Yeah,
1: perfect. Perfect. Because you also love to choose that. So top of the head. Tapping. Yeah, just tapping top of the head. Just kind of being with that feeling in the throat. And just notice that feeling in your throat. On the eyebrow point, we can do both. I'm just not good enough.
0: I'm just not good enough.
1: Side of the eye, I'm just not good enough.
0: I'm just not good enough.
1: Under the eye, I'm not good just enough.
0: Not good enough.
1: And that's in my throat.
0: And it's in my throat.
1: hmm Under the nose, I just don't feel worthy.
0: I just don't feel worthy.
1: On the chin. I've had some success, but going to the next level. I've
0: had some success, but going to the next level.
1: What What do you feel about that, Rachel?
0: It's scary.
1: It's very scary. And on a collarbone. So that throat area, notice that. Where would you get, what number would you give it?
0: You mean now, since we did yeah. that? Like mm-hmm. a three.
1: Okay. So the this comfort drop two points. So it's now. like Yeah, I mean, I
0: could even feel when we started tapping, I could even feel like my body just calmed down. Mm -hmm. And it's like, even, you know, and that self-worth stuff has always been with me my whole life. I mean, I felt it was the part that I didn't charge enough. Like, and I remember getting to that part, but like I said, what's been interesting is there has been a lot of change in the last few years for me and working on this trauma therapy. And it's almost like, Re-invited or reopened the door for some old stuff that I thought yeah. wasn't there anymore. Yeah.
1: So here's where a lot of people stop with tapping, and of course this is like a deeper thing. But what happens is sometimes coaches don't realize is the importance of getting to the powerful aspects of these mm-hmm. things. So we tapped on some things. You came down. A, 10% or whatever. I'm not the best at math. But when for us to get to the root, because you know that. You know yeah. this, right? We need to get to that story on that deeper level of what it smelled mm-hmm. like, what it looked like, what color was the room, what did their voice sound like, and these aspects where the senses are involved. Yeah. Because when we get to that level, that's where the true healing, and when we tap around those things... It's very, very deep, right? It's it's very deep, and it's so powerful though because that's where it's like, okay, can this it be is a no few more
0: memories, or is it sometimes a few memories, but we can start with one.
1: Yeah, you start with the biggest one, or the most, in, the the most intense, and that leads me to another thing is like this big T, little T trauma. I've worked with people because I used to believe in that big T, little T. It's really how your body absorbed. Or, yeah. or 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 didn't right so how you experience the trauma because i work with people who like rape for instance and they're like over it or rape and it was really the abandonment was the aspect right. like when they left right. and that was just like their dad left it really wasn't the fact that they raped they partly enjoyed it but it right. was that part and not to be Anyway, but this, this is exactly what happened. She was just like, oh, it was really dad abandoned me. And that's what I felt abandoned at the end. Right. Um, we, don't and know, so,
0: we don't know what our body's know. actually holding on to in, exactly. those, in those trauma moments.
1: Exactly. And so we need to get to that trauma. Like, what was it? Because again, somebody told me that yeah. it was, it was traumatic this way, but we don't really know until we sit and we're like, oh, actually this is what it was. The brain can't access it because it's it's too scary. Yeah. So we can't really access it. A lot of times when we're when we start with this kind of global tapping, like what we did, you're getting closer. You're like, oh, okay, actually it was this. But and I working with this. you,
0: we would go deeper into oh. that, oh, yeah. into that memory and really give it like a color and age. Yeah. Called the mm-hmm. room and really yeah. go through each of those, yeah. tap yeah. it out. And even if you're
1: making it up, even if you're making it up, I I always tell my clients, because especially with people who are not feelers, I work with, my wife is not a feeler. She's very like in her her head. Mm -hmm. It's very hard for her to come. So I do a lot of making up with her. Even if you had to make it up, what color would it be? Even if you had to make it up with this and it gives your body, like, you're you're not so attached to it because it's like, oh, I'm just playing make-believe. But really, the subconscious is pulling up exactly what happened. And are we
0: still doing the same tapping when you're going deeper? Is it still going the same?
1: So, So it depends. We go through all the points. We just kind of go in that because these, it makes it so that when you're new to tapping, you're not missing any points. But if you for, like for me, a lot of times we would just kind of go to the heart center or under the eye with that stomach meridian and in mm-hmm. and, and different points. Well, I can kind of tell that my client, like after working with them for a few times, I can just kind of tell like they're really clearing where they'll get to a point and they may start crying. I can tell that that particular yeah. point may have activated something and I will will just stay there a little longer.
0: So, this is also good for anybody if they're feeling like anxiety that day and really getting and then having that quiet time after to reflect, like, what was this original memory? Yeah. Can you do that self reflection and journal through it and get clearer? What should you stay tapping while you're doing it?
1: So, I would say yes. If you have a, a sort of so, like, it's different if you're in a session versus whether you're doing it on your own. Right. Sometimes you can get to something that's really, really heavy. And you, you can actually spiral. And so it just depends on where you are with this right. level of work. But journaling is super powerful. You want We have something called the personal peace procedure. So every day you're just kind of making a long list of things that you constantly want to work on or things that come up mm. so that you don't forget. Because for me, it's better to work on these deeper issues before I'm triggered not yeah. when so that when a pandemic hits i'm relatively able to function everybody was hit by the pandemic well, right and or I when think something
0: when something really big happens it's like you don't want to go into a trigger because that's where you end up getting paralyzed i mean the one thing yes. that i've always i would say respected about myself is that no matter what was the trouble or the pain or the fear i found a way to move past that and yeah. I think that's the one thing is for anybody listening who doesn't know me that great. It's like all these things I've talked about, they've always been a problem, but I still mm. showed up and I hit that live button. I still yeah. did that recording on that workshop. And I think of coaches just like you, like anyone else. It's the same thing. It's like you can have the fear, but you don't want that to drown your dreams.
1: Absolutely. you. We have to be resourceful because life is coming. Yeah. It's not matter. It's it's and I thought I had to show up perfect. I thought that, like, oh, if I'm an emotional eating coach, I can't be doing any emotional eating. Or if I'm, you know, working with other coaches and helping them implement tapping, I have to do it perfectly. And, you know, I don't want, you know, because we started recording sessions and showing people what to do. And it's like, I don't want to be judged. But all that's my issue. And I think that what we one of my takeaways, I'll just say, is that I realize how selfish it is to hold back. From people because it's like I'm thinking about myself and how I'm going to be viewed. And there are always going to be hurt people out there who are going to hurt people. So don't worry about that. Right. But in order to not worry about that, I have to do my own work. If I'm not doing my own work, I'm going to constantly be worrying about what other people are thinking and those judgments. And I'm going to be judgmental because the judgments that you pass on other people are the judgments that you pass on yourself and what you assume everybody else is judging you by.
0: Do you have, do you tap throughout the day or do you have like a morning tapping and a night tapping?
1: I do a morning, a night, and then I tap throughout the day. But if I'm super busy, I may not. And I can tell sometimes if I'm not doing my work because I'll be in a tapping session with a client and I might get triggered a certain way. I know how to pull myself back. But it's like, ooh, you know, because we're all going through the same things. Yeah. Right. But yeah, I definitely have a more I wake up, I do my tapping in the morning. And, and I how do long it do you evening.
0: spend on your tapping in the morning? Maybe like
1: just five minutes. Wow. Just like five so minutes. And so I, really, I can be doing other things too.
0: It's getting my butt out of and just starting and doing it.
1: Sitting on a toilet. Just get it. <laughs> like I'm serious. This is the thing, Rachel. Excuse me, with tapping and breath work and all the other things, right? I used to say this. I used to tell my clients like to do these deep sessions and stuff. What we need to do is communicate with our brain. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean we have to go deep into the childhood stuff every single day. It's there's a piece when we're when we're coaching the integration has to happen. Meaning it's the we have a session and then the following week you have a session and then the following week or you have them every two weeks. However long you have a session. In between is where the growth happens. The growth happens in in between. And that's where the integration is happening. That's where people are able to absorb and process. And so if we're every day doing super deep work when our body is not, when our body is saying, hey, I need a break. It can be counterintuitive. So. Right. Yes. Tap every day, but just, just the act of tapping is communicating with the brain. That's what the science shows. So you don't have to, like, you want to have like at least a session if you're, depending on where you are, a session every week where you're, where you're really getting in.
0: And, but, and also working with a coach. I mean, I think that's the absolutely, thing about absolutely. we, we, mo- we can do a lot on our own. Mm-hmm. I always say like, we have that ability to heal. But it's like sometimes we need an outside person, a coach, yeah. to take us to that next place.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So give yourself grace and in, and in, in, in evaluate. What are my goals? Where do I want to be? Do I have some deep stuff that I really want to work with a coach and get six months or whatever and really see a transformation do I have daily stress that I just want to kind of manage, and I can start tapping and see how it flows? It's really obviously I would never work coaches always need coaches if you're not having a coach, I feel like you shouldn't be one because who's who who's bringing you up you right yeah. who's holding you accountable and it wasn't until I said, "You know what I'm not going without a coach right. anymore or like when you're like "I'm going to therapy, whatever it yeah. is, if you're not doing something then you get you get stagnant so figure out what you need like it's hard for me to say like you need this but i I really do believe everybody needs this
0: of <laughs> course I would say that but that's but, amazing you know, because I mean I've seen you tap this entire time that we've been talking
1: yeah mhm yeah.
0: just to keep in touch with your brain just to it's keep just, in just touch it's just mind.
1: communication it's really communication in my brain I'm flowing I'm 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 trusting that what I'm saying like I'm not nervous to talk with you but at certain points I'm like am I gonna say the right thing and I'm dyslexic right. oh, and all of this girl. stuff right so, so it's just I. like it it <laughs> keeps me it keeps me grounded it keeps me yeah. focused on you I'm I'm engaged I don't you know I'm it just I'm resourceful with things I'm trust myself I didn't have that Rachel I didn't trust myself I was black overweight not smart no degree like oh, that was that was Jason that right was and now it's just like that was the story and now it's just like, really, like, all of that stuff might still be true, but it does not mean anything to me. It doesn't control mm-hmm. my life. And I'm able to move forward in the direction that I want. Like, I'm I'm in choice. I'm not
0: control. being controlled. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me a little. So we went through the tapping. How do you come up with the verbiage to say while you're
1: talking? Oh, really good question. Okay. So... I love to encourage people to do tap and rants. So one of the things with, and and ask me the question again, because I want to talk about this and then i want to (laughs) talk about a different way. So first one is tap and rant. So the reason I want to talk about affirmations is because negative things that you say to yourself, a lot of people don't believe in saying the negative because it's like, I don't want to sound that down in my brain. But when you're tapping, you're actually giving your brain the communication and you're being honest with yourself. So that's why tap mm. and rant is so powerful, because the things that we push down, what they do is they pop up in a different way. So let's just use I'm not good enough, for, for yeah. instance. I'm not good enough. Now, each of us listening to this, unless you're a robot, has yeah, that belief in
0: some, in some it's area, in of, some
1: their area of their life yeah. that I'm not good enough, right? So. Instead of saying I'm not good enough, I want to say something positive and I'm not going to say I'm not good enough. Well, what ends up happening is when we go to touch the go live button or when we go to do the tech work, that's when I'm not good enough is going to show up. It's the wrong time for it to show up. Right, right. We need I'm not good enough to show up when it's time to do the work on that. And then you, you instead of pushing it away, you actually pull it closer and say, in what areas like you get very curious about not being good enough right and then you can tap and rant on anger and my parents or i'm not good enough whatever it is you're just really you're actually
0: releasing all this negative releasing
1: all the negative Mm -hmm. stuff all the it doesn't stick it's like if you have positive affirmations, it's like taking duct tape and putting it on a pile of dirt and then trying to stick it to something. You need that duct tape with that powerful stickiness so that those powerful affirmations can stick and stay to you. But when
0: you're doing your rant, do you also at the end of it say, but I love and accept myself completely?
1: It's going to come up. It's going to okay. come up. And, and you'll know when it's time to switch. Your body is going to shift. I I want you to please tell me, Rachel, after you do your rant, that you'll promise to come back and and send me a messenger on Facebook or something and say, Jason, oh my (laughs) goodness. Because a lot of us are dealing with anger and underneath of the anger is sadness.
0: Sadness. Yeah.
1: It's, it's always like that. That was me.
0: I was an angry, angry kid, angry young adult. And I remember somebody saying to me, it was a man who really changed my life. He was, he was a priest. And he had come out through his own journeys and struggles, and he was like, "You are the angriest person I've ever met," which really means mm-hmm. you're the saddest person. Yeah. And I remember, like, he had given us an exercise where we took a bat to a punching bag, had to mm-hmm. write a letter, took a bat to a punching bag, and I remember just punching it as hard and then breaking into mm-hmm. tears. I yeah. cried the hardest that I cried, and I would think I was like twenty-five. Mm -hmm. because I just was so broken at that
1: time yeah yeah so underneath of that level of sadness or whatever level of sadness underneath of the sadness what we're also looking for is the compassion Mm. because that's how we know that things are starting to shift is when we have compassion for ourselves or other people who have done things to us it's it's sad we become sad for them you know, and now we know that okay, this is processing in, a, in an amazing way. And it's way. like a
0: grieving process. I mean, I think it's that's what process. I have realized. I grew up with a lot of chaos happening in my house, divorced parents, and just chaos with step parents. And without getting into too much mm-hmm. detail, yeah. but it it really took me a long time not to not to feel empty. And to grieve like what I'm not going to get and to realize that I can be that parent to my kids and I can be that parent to most importantly, mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's still hard. And it I still is, find myself on certain days, like feeling a little sad.
1: And I think that, <laughs> I think that that's perfect because we have been sold this idea that you should look this way. You should feel this way. And sadness is a part of life. We don't have sat, like it's a part of, it's a part of life. So I want to just talk about at least one other way to come up with the verbiage because that's, that's like really, you know, getting it out. Another thing that I would, would recommend is it just depends on what you want to work on for yourself. Like if you're dealing with anxiety, then you can make a list of all the things that you're feeling anxious about or In the morning, like uh, this is going to happen, like as if it's really going to happen, like I'm going to go this and then my boss is going to get on my nerves and then my client is going to cancel and then this is going to happen. Like you can really because that's what that anxious mind is always in the forefront saying what's going to happen. Right. Or it could be a goal with 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 we did a little bit of I think we did resistance tapping where it's like I want to make six figures by the end of the year or the end of next year. And it's like your belief around that, like everything that you have to say about it, it's mm. not going to happen. Wow. It's going to be too hard. I'm going to have to sacrifice time with my family. That was me. I just, my son is so young and I don't want to be away from him. Like, yeah, I can do it, but it's going to be a big cost. You know, my relationships are going to be on the line or my so friends are really I'm not going to be on like
0: these core stories. Yeah.
1: These core beliefs, Absolutely, Rachel. And so when you write these down, that's your language to tap around because that's what's in your belief system. It's your thoughts. It's in your belief system. And now even though you can take them line by line, give them a number, give them a rating. This belief, I believe this at a level eight. Even though I believe in my core that in order for me to make six figures by the end of next year, I'm going to have to sacrifice my family. I'm going to have to sacrifice. My friends aren't going to see me. I got to do all of this stuff. I'm going to be overwhelmed by the tech. Whatever it is that you believe, we've got to get that out. We need to put a number to it if you, if you so desire. Where do you feel that in your body? Because it's there. Mm-hmm. It's there in your body. If you don't feel it in your body, don't force it. It's another thing with tapping. Like, don't force it. Oh, I have to feel it. Like, we start trying to feel it in our body. Just sit and relax. And then we can tap on that. Here's a little pro tip for that. Even though I know this is in my body because this is the level I'm at. And I can't feel it. Anywhere in my body, I just choose to relax and I deeply and completely love. So, so you're always just on the constantly.
0: Part, you're giving kind of like, I love and accept myself yeah. or I yeah. believe in myself. Yeah. You're mm-hmm. kind of taking yeah. that affirmation yeah. point in that second yeah. part.
1: And some people are not there to say, I love and accept myself. So I choose to relax. It's fine. You're giving your body these, these
0: opposite signals.
1: You're right. making a choice that even though this is here, this is not, so this profound. is the truth of me. Right. Even though whatever I am choosing in this moment to love and accept myself, to be there for myself, I'm choosing to relax. I choose to smile. Whatever feels right for you. We don't we don't want to lie or make up stuff. We just want to be with what it is and what feels good to us. Come up with the language and then go through the points and imagine and say, oh, wow, like you're going to thoughts are going to come up. You know what? This doesn't have to be hard. Hey, I'm in Rachel's course. I can just ask questions if I need. Like, it literally will be the simplest thing. You'd be like, oh, "It's well, not it, that hard." Well, what it sounds
0: like is it frees you from the panic, yeah, and brings absolutely. you into a place of empowerment.
1: Yes, and this because is not.
0: It, it doesn't mm-hmm. mean that the feelings aren't going to go away of the fear, yeah. but it's like to be able to step in that place of empowerment, then gives, yes. as you said, choices.
1: Absolutely. You become so resourceful because now instead of being in the fear spending, you're like, oh, yeah. you can catch up with the logical because, Rachel, let's face it, we all know the logical brain. We can all be millionaires. We can all do it. Multimillionaires, whatever. We can do that. We know that. We have all the things. We have the systems. We have coaches. Yeah. It's all there. It's us. It's when you kind of it's that glass ceiling. It's not that we can't do it. It's energetically, we're not in alignment with the goal. So once we get in alignment, it's like, oh, now I can step in that direction.
0: Oh, I love this. I mean, going through that coaching was so powerful, because I'll tell you, I had one of those days where it's like, I woke up and my brain was just, you know, when you wake up and you're like, I think I got up on the wrong side of bed. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It was just one of those days. And I worked all day to kind of ground myself yeah do a gratitude list like all these different things that I do and it's like I didn't think to do tapping but I was like okay I'm gonna be seeing Jason (laughs) (laughs) so I'm sure we're gonna be doing something but that was such an amazing session
1: yeah thank you I mean you made it the session so thank you
0: (laughs) so tell me for somebody who's brand new to tapping Would you suggest just like you starting with a morning routine, maybe having an evening?
1: Yeah, I would suggest to just set your alarm and do it just like with anything else. It's just about being consistent with it. I think that one big, I kind of said this, but I think that one of the things is just being very gentle because we have so much. It's like, oh, I got to meditate and I have to do this and I have to do that. This is something that when you integrate it on a regular, consistent basis, and with all modalities, there's so much power in being gentle. Like you think of, I I can't think of it, but like these water drops on stone and they just like bore a hole through it. We are, we are so in this, like, go exercise more, all of this, do it daily, but just be so graceful with yourself. This is a gentle, powerful tool that you can use every single day. And you just tap And you're communicating with your body. It's it's giving yourself love. It's what we need. Chill out, (laughs) you know. (laughs) Like the money is gonna come. The you know the stress is gonna come. You know the better relationships are coming. The the harder times are coming. It's all coming, and we do not have control of everything that comes to us, right? And that's the definition of stress: is trying to control that which you can't it causes friction that's in my book if i when i get that done <laughs> more more tapping <laughs> more, more more tapping right so we all have it we all have limiting beliefs we all have stuff right. that we're working on and it's just a matter of being gentle but to really answer your question yes it, it when you where you can find the space on a daily basis if it's every morning just do tapping and if you are interested in seeing the results Set a powerful intention, which I would love to do sometime before we close out today. Set that intention and say, you know what? I'm going to do this for a month. I don't know what's going to come up. And then look back on that month and see what what intention you set and what actually manifested in your life.
0: That sounds like an intention I would love to commit to. Doing this for a month. When I first started doing this many years ago, it was around that 25 age age. And I worked with an amazing woman who taught me about EFT tapping. And she was like, I don't care if you're driving. The yes. moment that you feel a little like change in your phys- in your physical, like a physical change. She was like, the moment that you feel that anxiety coming, I want you to start tapping. I would be driving and tapping. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. Let's set that intention before we close up.
1: Yeah. And, and the reason, I mean, I agree with that 100%. I'm like, I'm tapping all the time. I just feel like one thing that my clients say when I come back to such is like, oh, I forgot to tap. And I think it's sometimes when we have something that we have to do Mm-hmm. It's hard it, it it puts that level of pressure, like if this is a stress reduction tool, like we want to make it so it's easy. And when I kind of take it off the table for them a little bit, like, hey, do it. Some of them don't do it. And then a lot of them, like, oh, I tap way more this week. And that's where you can also tap around that. Like I have all not these really tools um um, I have all these yeah. modalities. I'm not using well, them. I was right?
0: just saying this to my husband <laughs> today. I was like, isn't it wild how will have resistance to doing yeah. something that is yeah. so great for us. Yeah, and I always absolutely. say that age of me is like a 14 year old girl where I am mm-hmm. like resistant and yeah, like not <laughs> going yeah. to do that. Uh. <laughs> but then I sit there and I talk about it and I'm like, okay, where is this resistance? Why is it coming up? What is the origin? Like, where is it originating from? And it's like, why don't I want to be good to myself? That's what usually comes up. It's like, why mm-hmm. don't you feel that yeah. it's worth being good to myself?
1: Yeah, Another, I'm not worth prioritizing. Yeah. I'm not worth, you know, having this time in the morning because it's not just that we don't do it. We will often have excuses. Oh, I, was, I get yeah. so busy. I got to get yeah. the kids. I got to do this. I got so absolutely what you just said. <laughs> There's well, resistance. I was
0: thinking the other day because I took some time off from running and kind of exercising when I was recovering from adrenal fatigue, and. I was like, Rachel, okay, it's time to get back into it. It's only like 30 to 45 minutes a day. Like, I had to sit there Mm -hmm. and like re coach myself to be like, these are the habits. It's good for your brain. It makes Mm -hmm. you happy. Get moving. But it's like, I'll find excuses. Yeah. And it's like just getting back into that habit of the things that are really good.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: All right. So, so so good. The intention.
1: Yeah, we're just going to do a couple rounds. We don't need to do a setup statement on the side of the hand or anything. So let's just take a few breaths. And we can set an intention. And I'm thinking, like, I choose to grow with ease. Mm. I choose to – what are you thinking, Rachel?
0: I choose to grow without anxiety.
1: Yeah, let's do with ease. So the without brings, the brain doesn't understand negatives. So with ease and flow. With
0: ease and flow. I
1: choose to, do we want grow? What do we want? We want to grow. We want to expand. Yeah, we want to expand.
0: I choose to Um, expand with ease. So
1: that's what that's what we want. So whatever you guys want, choose something and don't put a negative in it. Don't say like without or not, because the brain doesn't have it doesn't understand that. So I choose to grow and expand with ease, right? We're going to look for ways this week that we're growing. And like every day, we're gonna be like, Oh, my goodness, that's growing. <laughs> right? Okay, so just on the on the side of the hand or any point, I start at the top of the head. I choose to grow and expand with ease.
0: I choose to grow and expand with ease.
1: Yeah, that's my intention too. Eyebrow, I choose to grow and expand with ease.
0: I choose to grow and expand with ease.
1: Side of the eye. I choose to grow and expand with ease. Under the eye, I choose to grow and expand with ease. Yeah. Under the nose, I choose to grow and expand with ease. On the chin point. I
0: choose to grow and expand with ease. With ease, (laughs) yeah.
1: And on the collarbone. I choose to grow and expand with ease. So I just turned away from the mic because I had like a burp. So those are those are the body <laughs> yawning. If anybody's yawning, anybody's burping, anybody has gas, any bodily functions, chills, all of that stuff is showing that the energy is shifting in your body. That's some of the the telltale signs with with tapping. So I just wanted to mention that.
0: Well, thank so how did that you feel? So that felt good. I it was. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's like it keeps relaxing my body.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: It's wild. I'm like, I have to go somewhere, and I'm like, I'm gonna talk. <laughs> <to
1: drive. laughs> awesome, awesome.
0: Well, can you tell me? I know you have a free gift that works for emotional eating, correct?
1: Yes, yes. I have the food freedom, and I also have something that is for coaches. And oh, wow. I did not pull the link up. Sorry, I, I will give you the we'll put, link for yeah, sure.
0: make sure you just put it. And make so sure this it.
1: is this is nine ways to add like powerful things that happen when you add tapping to your practice or if you want to add it to your you can use it for your life whatever but these are the either seven or nine ways that we came up with of like why tapping how what happens when you add tapping and how to add it it's it's really really good so we made it just like a couple of days ago oh, nice. for, for, for you guys so yeah i'll I'll get you that link and that is that is a freebie and I'll give you the emotional eating tapping that I have that would as well
0: be awesome guys actually before we end up wrapping up can you tell everyone where to find you
1: Eft tapping oh
0: that's a beautiful one Look yeah URL. <laughs> All right, guys, listen, this was so profound. This was such a great experience. You got to see me go through coaching with Jason and I didn't even know we were going to do that. So make sure that you follow him and the show notes will be all Jason's information and be sure to look out for that freebie. I will see you on the next episode and I hope that you have an amazing day. Bye guys. All right, guys, that is all for today. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe to the show so you don't miss any future episodes. While you're there, it would mean the world to me if you take just a few seconds and leave me an honest review. Truth is, I love honesty. Your reviews help me to reach even more health coaches and wellness professionals who are ready to explode their business and want the truth in this non-BS approach. You can find all the links and the information mentioned in this episode at www.rachelafeldman.com backslash podcast. All right, so don't forget to tag me on Instagram at Rachel A. Feldman and let me know what was your favorite part of the episode. This will help me to create even better content for you Bring on awesome peeps to tell you the truth about how they built their business, plus other speakers to help you take your business to the top without overwhelm. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you guys soon.